You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Today on Support for This Podcast, you're Tom. You like room and board, the furniture store, which a lot of men do. So now that's not a lot of information. So you're Tom, you like room and board, and you are a fan of John Mayer. Where's Tom going to be on a Saturday? And that's characterization. I know now he's going to be at a sports bar with three friends for their birthday party, probably a Brother Jimmy's type of place. We speak with Lonnie Lindsay, owner, founder, and CEO of Women Take Back the Night, a robust private investigation agency with an international clientele. She's written a new book called Stalking Your Inner Stalker, an expert's guide to life and love. She'll share her company's origin story, as well as some of her all-time favorite stalking scenarios. There's no job that's too low for me. So there's wigs, there's costumes, there's makeup, there's all different things. I have become a waiter before. I have been a parking valet, which always does shock people, because you don't find many female valets, but you have to do whatever you do to find the guy. Join us, won't you? I'm Emily Amy Lauren Becca, and this is support for this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. We're here with Lonnie Lindsay. Uh, When I heard your story, I was super inspired. Oh, thank you. It's, It's amazing to hear that from particularly other women. Absolutely. Now, let's just start at the beginning. Please, yeah. How did all of this begin? Mm. Well, that isn't a loaded question. Um, So I went to college uh, up in um, Washington. Mm -hmm. And uh, like many college girls, there was a boy there. And I was quite smitten. Mm. Uh, Problem is, he wasn't as smitten with me. Sure. um, Which is a story I think a lot of us know all too well. And, uh, you know, it started kind of lightly. It was during the AIM days, uh, AOL Instant Messenger. Of course, yes. For any listeners who are tuning in. Um, And I would use kind of his away messages to be able to guide my next step, which I kind of found interesting. I was always kind of anticipating my next move. You know, if his AIM message said at the gym, I'm putting on sneakers. If his AIM message said the library, I'm packing my backpack. Kind wow. of thing, um, and so I was able to always kind of identify where he was, mm. and slowly but surely, I was able to also identify when Facebook came into play, who his friends were, what school they went to, how they knew each other, did they go to camp, and kind of was able to make this web. Think, um, Carrie in Homeland. You know how she has that kind of web. Yes. So I was able to have something similar recreated in my living room. So that was super helpful. And um, he ended up passing away, which is a tragic story. Oh. But I will say, um, if he was living now, I do think there would have been a chance for us to be together. And I remember kind of, I felt this kind of female empowerment um, that I wanted to take back the night. And, you know, private investigation to me always felt like a man's job. I thought Mm. Tom Selleck and men drinking coffee and mustaches. And I wanted to bring this feminine edge. So uh, that's kind of how it began. And then one thing led to another. And now it's, you know, global. Wow. And that's kind of you. You started in like the kind of beta mode of mm-hmm. online. Yeah, I was like private testing. It was online, and you know, as technology changed, right. I was changing with it. Wow. Yeah. So now you have your own private investigation company. I correct? do. Yeah. And what's the name of that company? Um, it's called Women Take Back the Night. Wonderful. Yeah. And how big is it? Are, do you have employees? I mean, we're pretty global now. We have a Hong Kong office, a London office, Beijing. 
Wow. And we're opening Dubai as well. Oh, my goodness. So it's it's huge. I can't believe it, honestly. Yeah. Um, and it, it's uh, 40 investigators, all female, mm. which is amazing. My mom actually works there now. Oh, fantastic. So she, she was actually able to find her ex-husband, the man before my father, through this entire thing. So it's kind of – I'm seeing all these generations of women saying, hey, I want to be involved. Hey, I want to find that man. That's – you know, it's kind of a, the new take on the Scarlet Letter. Wow. We're not going to be scorned anymore or ignored. And there's something universal about it. Absolutely. That transcends. Yeah, it's actually amazing. The market in India has been really interesting. We're mm. we're speaking to people there, getting investors, but there's definitely some um, angry women there. Wow. Yeah. Now, do you do mostly um, social media stalking? Is that how you? I, I'm pretty primarily social media stalking. If sure. they don't have a social uh, world, it's really difficult to find them. But I'm great at finding private accounts as well. Sure. Pseudonames, people. A lot. I. I. You know. There's classic things you see here. I'm also great at hacking passwords. Oh, wonderful. Now, when people apply for a job with your company, um, what's the application process like? Um, f- yeah. First and foremost, it's the story. Why are you doing this? Mm. Who hurt you? Mm. Kind of. That's kind of the first thing. And I, I feel like once I have, once I can see in their eyes that they mean that, I have to meet everyone personally. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly flying because now we're on all these different continents from mm-hmm. different places to meet all these women um, with a translator if we're in a different country. Sure. So it's kind of knowing what your story is and then seeing your skills. So I'll love to give somebody a test on mm. the first day. Say, hey, you have a job. His name is Taylor. He loves French fries, and he loves the Giants. How are you going to find him? And see what they come up with. Wow. Yeah. And that should be enough information that you should be able to find him, to be honest with you, and find his ex-girlfriends as well. And no last name? No. You don't need a last name at this point. That's extraordinary. Yeah. If you know what you're doing, you do it well. You know what I mean? Sure. You you do Band-Aids for bandages. You have Kleenex for tissues. You come to us for stocking. Now, talk to me about the word stalking. Are you okay with that term? Does it have a pejorative kind of feeling that, that you do you avoid using the it's word? Do you the, like it? It's actually the um, forward in my book, which is funny. Did oh. you read, I don't know if you read it yet. Just the, the advanced. Okay. Thing. So it, I don't even know if it's in there yet. Um, so I, I feel like to go back with take back the night, we're taking back the word. Mm. It's not negative. It's power. Someone hurt you. Mm-hmm. Somebody led you on. Mm. Somebody told you something that wasn't true. So I think stalking in that case he owes it to you or she owes it to you. Now, do you think anybody could be a good stalker or do you think there's you're born with it? I certainly think it's nature, not nurture. You know, I think somebody has to have the mind to get into somebody else you, in that sort of way. Mm. I actually think actors would be great at it because they oh. can kind of turn on that cue. Sure. Uh, but people who have a really kind of mathematical brain, it's not going to work for you as well. You kind of have to put yourself in this scenario. Mm. You're Tom. You like room and board, the furniture store, uh-huh. which a lot of men do. So now that's not a lot of information. So you're Tom, you like room and board, and you are a fan of John Mayer. Uh-huh. Where's Tom going to be on a Saturday? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's characterization. Mm. I know now he's going to be at a sports bar with three friends for their birthday party, probably a Brother Jimmy's type of place. Uh-huh. And that's how I'm going to find him. So I'm going to now go to the location feature on Instagram and go to all Brother Jimmy's and see who's been tagged in photos. So you you do a lot of the preliminary research on social media. When it comes to actually finding people in real life, do you ever hide in a trash can? Oh, or? yeah. I mean, you'll do whatever you need for the shot. Um, sure. I'm not too – I'm not, you know, 
there's no job that's too low for me. So mm. there's wigs, there's costumes, there's makeup, there's all different things. I have become a waiter before. Mm. I have been a parking valet, which always does shock people because wow. you don't find many female valets. But you have to do no. whatever you do to find the guy. And also you are, um, if I may say so, petite in stature, which could Thank you. be useful, if, especially if you're in a cramp well, situation. Well, I was a jockey once, which definitely was an, an experience that I wasn't prepared for, but my body type did lend itself to that at the Derby. That's, that's remarkable. He's in jail now. Support for Support for This Podcast is brought to you by LitBit. Counting your steps in a day, keeping track of your heart rate, the hours you sleep. These are all incredibly important things to monitor to ensure a healthy lifestyle. But there's nothing more important to keeping your image healthy than keeping track of the words that are coming out of your mouth on a daily basis. Specifically, the word literally. In recent years, the improper use of literally has reached an all-time high, and as a result, the rate of unnecessary eye-rolling in response to this improper use has skyrocketed. Well, not anymore. Introducing LitBit, the device that looks just like a watch and keeps track of the number of times you say literally incorrectly in a 24-hour period. What's more, LitBit will also send a medium-volt shock to your wrist every time you say literally wrong, so that you'll wean yourself off of the improper use in no time. Purchase the LitBit Deluxe, and you can add a limited number of words and sayings you're trying to eliminate from your vocabulary. Some popular choices are, I mean, for me, um, no joke, cool beans, and bye. Visit LitBit.com for more details and pricing. LitBit, shock the words away, literally. Now, who are your, do you have role models or people you look up to within the industry? Mm. Yeah, I certainly do. Um, you know, as much as I'm the first woman who's gotten a little notoriety for that, uh, there were many before me. Mm. Mrs. Buttafuoco was definitely somebody who changed the game. Mm. And uh, she's been a guest speaker before. That's wonderful. So we are taking it back once again, taking back the narrative. Um, I loved Tanya Harding. Sure. Yeah, she was. A, it was that was an interesting sort of twist, and I thought it was great that she hired somebody else. So that mm. was an interesting sort of thing to keep a buffer between. Mm-hmm. If she had done the knee banging, exactly, it could have gotten really ugly. Exactly, but she was smart about it. Outsourcing. Outsourcing. Exactly. Knowing your strengths. To, exactly. Um, and then I would say there's an unknown private investigator, female private investigator, and she likes to stay under the radar. Mm. But I feel like I, I, I wouldn't be right if I didn't pay it forward to her. Sure. Um, and that's Marianne Tai. She's a very, very small woman in Nepal. And she does lessons out there. I go, I try to go like once a year if I can. Mm. And she gives some incredible, incredible work. And it's amazing because the village she's in has no internet. And oh. still she, imag- she can manages to get this all together. So wow. if you are listening... Please buy Marianne Tai's book. She's incredible. Mm. Now, how do potential clients find you? You're online and... Uh, well, at this point, I would say we get maybe 300 inquiries a day. Wow. Women are being hurt by the thousands out there. Mm. And they're finding us. We can't take them all on. Mm-hmm. I would say a client generally finds us. We did go on Millionaire Matchmaker on Bravo. Oh. Which was a blessing and a curse. Mm. Um, but mostly a blessing. Give us a lot of business. So we've, mm. we've found a lot of people through there. Now, would would Patty maybe say at some point you have to stop stalking people? If you well, in what capacity were you going on? Sometimes when there's a lover that's kind of there's a blockage and they can't move forward, and we usually find out it's because there was an ex there. Sure. So I come in to kind of piece together that hole. Oh, it's about finding love. At at the end of the day, I want people to find love. Yeah. And you have to release your demons to find that love. Sure. Or you have to murder or whatever needs to happen to be able to close up that hole. 
Sure. Well, I wouldn't personally advocate for murder. You do you. You know what I mean? It's taking back the night. That's the whole thing. So judgment's not part of this. That's where you're getting mixed up. Oh. Now, when you're working on a case, Mm -hmm. are you – how do you feel if you find out someone's been cheating – Is it, are you excited when you get that information? Is it hard to relay that information to your client? No, that's, that's, that's the bite of the apple you really want. Uh You know what I mean? So finding out a cheating scandal, jail, money laundering, these are all things that make sense. Mm -hmm. Anything to help fill in the pieces. Sure. Now what happens if you, if you look and there's really not, nothing going on? I have to be honest with you, that has not happened to me yet. Ever. No. If a woman's suspicious, there's a reason. So, wow. ladies, if you're listening, if there's something that is irking you, there's a reason why. And chances are he's probably not being good to you. Wow. Now, do you have do you struggle at all taking your job home with you? Do you do you find that you separate it, or do, it sounds like it's such a passion for you? Yeah, I, I my work is my life, mm. um, and my husband understands that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of part of it. And I travel around the country to crack the case. Mm. So, you know, where it takes me, after this, I have no idea. I have a plane ticket, and I don't even know where I'm going. What? My assistant books it. So sometimes she doesn't even tell me where I'm going because I kind of like to be in the headspace and arrive and figure it out from there. Wow. So you thrive on, you want to know as little as possible. Yes. It's kind of intuition. And if you have things in your brain mm-hmm. before that, it's, you're not as successful. Mm. So I could wake up anywhere tomorrow. Yeah. And stalk anyone. Anyone. In any language. Now, where do you think this? We talked about how it's um, how it's more of a nature versus that, nurture. Yes. That, mm-hmm. Now, what can you talk about your home life? Was this something growing up? Did this? Do you think this came out of something in your childhood? Uh, I do. Um, I remember an experience at day camp where there was a young man uh, who shall remain unnamed, who did say uh, some nasty things to me during a um, lip sync battle contest. Oh. And it stuck in my mind, and I remember I kept always thinking, I got to get back to him. I got to get, I got to figure out, I got to find where he is and tell him how he wronged me. Mm-hmm. So it, that was that experience was the first time I felt that urge of I got to stalk him. Mm-hmm. Where is he now? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that those formative years at camp definitely sort of affected what happened to me moving forward. Sure. Um, and then there was the Goosebump series, R.L. Stein. Oh, of course. And I remember thinking characters would do things, and I would think, that's not how you're going to find it. So it's kind of like, you know, when you hear um, people who speak to ghosts or mediums or things like that when they learn their skill. Uh Kind of R.L. Stein was that conduit for me. Wow. Fear Street, not so much, but Goosebumps. I remember reading very, as a young girl, and thinking, Jane's on the wrong path. That's not how you're going to get him. Yeah. So now you were in college. You had that um, AIM uh, experience, experience, mm-hmm. and then so what? Did, what did you major in in college? Oh, t- something completely different. I did therapy oh. and I did twin study. Twin study, yeah, like twins. Twins, yeah. Oh, I was gonna go into like a medical field at some point. Oh, and then obviously something took me in another right. direction. And you just what I find so inspiring about your story is that you really you found your passion and you you made it your life's work. I sure did, and I hope to continue. I mean, there's so many. There's so many more cases. Every day something new happens. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And you and it doesn't seem like there's much of an age limit. You can stalk until your thumbs so, stop moving. You de- certainly could. And the most amazing thing is that our clients are all different ages. And mm-hmm. I love getting somebody who's 73. And I love also getting someone who's 11. Do you find that the older clients are, are less um, stealthy? 
I do. I think they need us more. We do charge more if you're past the age of 55 Mm because there's a kind of a learning curve that I have to Mm -hmm. work past. Um, But I do find that they are more appreciative of the news. Mm -hmm. Clients in their 20s and 30s are kind of uh, cavalier about the whole experience. Mm. So I find those older women are some of our most um, successful to work with and also heartwarming. Mm. It makes the job really worth it. So, you know, I feel like when I give a big nugget to a 20 or 30-year-old and they say, hey, thanks – it kind of feels like, hey, I traveled to South Korea for that. Pay attention to me. Absolutely. Is there anyone in your life that you are looking to find or anything like that? Oh. I don't mean to turn the um, table on you. Yes and no. I don't want to talk about it. You don't it. want to unpack that. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. Sure. Here's my card if you do want to recall. Thank you. No Support for Support for This Podcast is brought to you by Yourself Says. Be yourself. Everyone else has already taken. To thine own self, be true. I'm a do me. It seems like everywhere we look, we're told that the answer to almost everything is to just be yourself. But what if you don't know who yourself is? And not in a study abroad for a semester in college and come back with a regrettable tattoo that you make up a meaningful story for after the fact kind of way. You just don't know how to be yourself. From the makers of BuzzFeed quizzes comes Yourself Says, an app to help guide you to you. Answer a few questions like a BuzzFeed quiz, and Yourself Says will generate an authentic answer in any situation. Topics include, what do I want to eat tonight? Should I go to grad school? And do I need therapy? You've already found out that you're a Miranda. Now find out if it's better to Netflix and chill or throw down with your bros. Just be true to yourself and do what Yourself Says says. That says with a Z. How you is that? Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have any kind of, is there any uh, legal trouble? Do you ever have people sue you or feel like you've invaded their privacy? Are there legal ramifications for the work that you do? Um, there are. We've been, uh, we've had, we've had several, several civil suits. Mm-hmm. We do have a lawyer on call. There's someone who follows me at all times as well with mm. security. Um, I will say that if you know how to stalk someone accurately, you know how to get around the law accurately too. So we've had not a hard time figuring it out. Mm. Stalking laws are pretty light at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, there was that whole paparazzi thing with um, celebrities that mm-hmm. kind of affected things, but I don't usually find celebrities. Mm-hmm. Do you go after any, um, like, revenge porn cases? We don't deal with cloud work. Sure. As you can understand. Nobody wants to get involved with that. The cloud. Yeah, if you're on the cloud, you ask for it. Mm. That's rule number one. What do you think about catfishing? Hey, have I done it? Sure. Do I support it? I don't know. Do I think it's the best use of our time? Definitely not. It's mm-hmm. probably the best. I think we've all catfished before. And if we're not, you're lying. And I want to take, like everything else, I want to take back the night. Wow. Do you know, um, are you familiar with the with Hamilton? The musical? Yeah. I did see it with my nephew. You know, because Eliza um, sings something about taking back the narrative she does, yeah. You should. Um, well, I did should... actually work with Lin Manuel a little bit on that storyline. Oh, but he doesn't ever credit me with that. But we did have a brief discussion about it at some point in Berlin when he was traveling for work, and I was there for work as well. That's great. Mm-hmm. Thinking about ways to get in touch with people stalking them. Mm-hmm. Um, have you had any experience uh, working for celebrities? I've worked with one celebrity before, mm-hmm. and after that experience, I'm hesitant to work with another one. Sure. Do you find, do you imagine that certain celebrities have 
more uh, expected emails than you would suspect, like chris.pratt at gmail.com or oh, something actually, of the like? It's incredible to me, actually, what the emails are. Yeah. They're usually just like a number one is attached to it. Oh. You probably can figure out anyone's email address. Yeah. Like, or if they're, you know, if they have the dog, chances are it's in there. Oh. And they don't use Gmail. So if you're, st- ladies, if you're going through Gmail, that is not going to be your best place. Why mail? Why mail? Mm-hmm. What's that? It's Yahtzee. It's a different server. Oh. Or like Earthlink or something? Earthlink was big for a while, uh, but people don't use Earthlink as much. There's Ymail. There's um, Fiesta, which is another kind of private server. Wow. Yeah. But Gmail is kind of for rookies. Mm. So now, really exciting, you you are publishing your first book. I am with Random House. That's wonderful. Thank Can you, you. Tell, us, tell us the title? Yeah, sure. It's Stalking Your Inner Stalker, an Expert's Guide to Life and Love. Wow. Yeah, it's a tongue twister there. Yeah. What made you want to write this book? Um, well, I'll be honest with you. One of my exes um, is a investor in Borders. and uh, the, the now defunct bookstore? Mm-hmm. Oh. And kind of it started as a way to get back at him. Oh. And put my book in every other bookstore possible. Sure. Um, and then once I started it, kind of one thing led to another, and I found real love in it. And I realized I could touch so many people with this, but mm. really him at the end of the day. Yeah. And does what's he doing now? Uh, as of a few hours ago, I had checked. He was buying bulbs at a store called Basic Basics in the East Village. Oh, wow. I just meant... Um, in general. Yeah. It, oh, I'm Borders sorry. is out of business. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he's trying to get a few things off the ground. He was part of Fire Festival. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so everything he touches kind of turns to trash. Wow. Sounds like you dodged a bullet there. I certainly did. And he got what's coming to him, and he knows it. One last question. Is there a friends and family discount? There is. Um, it is only for first cousins. So uh, it's a limited discount. But if you are a first cousin, come on in. It's a 20% discount. Of y- your first cousin. Just me. Yeah, yeah. Just me. Okay. So. Not many people are available to the discount. Yeah. Do you, how many first cousins do you I have? I have seven. Have they taken you up on it? Not yet. Well, they should. They should. Unless Teresa, it's- if you're listening, you get a discount. Teresa's the only one I really speak to at this point. Oh. Well, thank you so much for thank joining us. Thank you for us. having me. This was fabulous. I really appreciate it. It's it's our it's my pleasure. Oh, thank you. And everyone, be sure to go on Amazon and buy the book, Stalking Your Inner Stalker, An Expert's Guide to Life and Love. Thank you. Thank you. For more information and a full price consultation, contact Lonnie Lindsay at womentakebackthenight1 at ymail.com. And don't worry, if you can't find her, she'll find you. I'm your host, Emily Amy Lauren Becca. Thanks for listening. And as always, for supporting, support for this podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.